0: Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome
1: to Coastview, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making Coastal Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play. You know, we've been spending a lot of time talking about the pandemic and its impact here in coastal Mississippi. And as you know, my show, Coast View, was really focused in the beginning, before the pandemic, one person for one hour so that we could get to know the person behind the public face, learn a lot about what made them successful, how do they think, And, you know, it's interesting, even though we're still talking about the pandemic, the people that we're talking to on the front line, it could be a CEO, a nonprofit leader, a mayor, could be, you know, someone working as a first responder, that they're all successful in their own right. And what they're telling us is an incredible message about how to overcome adversity. You know, I I was thinking about my son the other day, Jordan and I, we were fishing. And we're fishing for redfish, something we do a lot this time of year. And I was throwing, uh, the, the way redfishing works is you throw your, your lure as close to the marsh as possible as the, as the tide is rising. Because essentially what that does is it, it gets near where the redfish are. They're either along the edges of the marsh or they're actually inside the marsh. Then you reel back slowly toward your boat. And we cast over and over again, two inches from the marsh, reel back in. Two inches from the, and we do this over and over again. I turned toward Jordan. I said, "You know, Jordan, how do we teach someone how to do this?" And his answer to me was ten thousand hours. And I thought, "Wow, that is a great. That's a great answer because what he's referring to is the Malcolm uh, Gladwell book, Outliers: The Story of Success, where where it was actually there was a study done in Berlin at the uh, Academy of Berlin. On uh, violinists and what it took to master being a violinist. I might ask, add that Ink Magazine later said it wasn't ten thousand hours; that was actually the average. It really took twenty five thousand hours in some case to master. But to be a great, you know, athlete, to be to be, you know, someone who does a podcast uh, radio show like I'm doing in this new gig, you got to put the hours in to master it. And one of the things we're learning from all of our guests, and their various ways of success, is. some some amazing lessons from them, even in the midst of this pandemic. I would actually say, in the midst of this pandemic, we're learning what leadership is all about, the ability to overcome adversity. Now, yesterday, we had Anthony Wilson from The Power Company and Robert St. John, who is just an incredible restaurant entrepreneur. He's written uh, a bunch of books. You might have seen him on PBS on his TV show. But he has something really powerful to share with us that I want to share with you now about kind of a closing thought about where
0: we are. Uh, Kyle, you want to play that for me? You know, I I would just encourage people to live in the solution. Uh, That's what we need to focus on. There's a lot going on. Again, we're in uncharted waters. Um, we, We are much better off looking forward into the, into the windshield, into the front windshield, and living the solution. And eventually the problems will be in the rearview mirror, and they'll be behind mm-hmm. us. So we just can't, uh, psychologically, we've got to be strong. And I have no doubt that Mississippi is up to this task, because as we saw after Katrina, I think we're going to see after this. Now, this, this wasn't a physical uh, devastation. It was, it was more of a health crisis. Uh, Our economy was, I mean, what, the best economy in the history of the world uh, when this happened nationwide. So uh, we're going to do our best on this commission and with other Mississippians to bring us back. But the way to do that is to live in the solution. I think that, that is such a great statement that
1: Robert made. In fact, I called him this morning to say, after I re-listened to the show, that it was just powerful advice. And it reminded me that we're learning from all of these leaders that we're talking to, all of these people on the front line, that one of the keys to success in life, one of the keys to being a great leader, one of the one of the keys to being passionate about your community is the ability to overcome adversity. And, f- and frankly, we know in South Mississippi, what it's like to, uh, to overcome adversity. We have resiliency in our DNA. We've got two great guests today. In the second half of the show, we're, we're talking with David Delk from ABC Rental, who's had an incredible little theater career. You've, you've known him. He's been kind of a f- famous uh, uh, singer on the coast, but he's got a successful business, is going through challenges, and we'll talk to him about that. And in the first part of the show, we have Brandon Elliott from Elliott Homes. And let me tell you a little bit about Brandon. You know, he came to Coastal Mississippi by way of hockey, uh, of all things. He was drafted in 2004 by the Tampa Bay Lightning, the NHL. uh, And he played in five different leagues from Ontario to the Mississippi Sea Wolves. He's, uh, he's, he's, He's had an interesting career. But what's great about what Brandon has done, he came here. At the age of 25, he he retired from hockey, started building his own business, built one house. He quickly realized that it wasn't about home building that he was aspiring to do it was really about developing people and he was really in the people business uh last year he built nearly 270 homes and he's just at the right young age now 36 years old so it's incredible that brandon's achieved the success he has he's got challenges today just like everybody else but uh but it's going to be a great conversation brandon it's good to see you again buddy
2: yeah. Great to see you. I appreciate you
1: having me today. Thank you. So what was your impression when you heard what, what Robert St. John had to say just now? What what did that make you think of? Good leadership. I mean,
2: when we're dealing with adversity, um, the one thing about a crisis is in all crisis, leaders will emerge. And so we have to step up. Not we, but everyone um, has to step up and and find solutions to uh, to current situations and and stay agile to the changing times. You know, every hour it's amazing.
1: Well, you know, uh, Haley Barber often said after Katrina that the Katrina did not create character; it revealed character. And you know, we are we are really resilient people here in coastal Mississippi, and we we know how to get through times like this. It's a strange place that we're in, and, and as I've said so many times on the show, until someone. You know, there's not gonna be a moment when someone raises the white flag and says it's okay to go back to normal. We're gonna to have to live in a weird kind of environment until we get a vaccine. That's just the reality. But I think we can do it. We can find our new normal as we begin to continue to protect ourselves and our family. We continue to bring the normal the, the number of, of daily reported cases down. That's really important. So we can begin to move through the phases of opening back up our economy. But, uh, you know, we'll get into all that. I know it's had an impact on your business. You've done some things to adjust, and I want to share that. But why don't we take just a second and tell us about your journey from, from Canada to Mississippi.
2: Wow, it's, uh, it, was a, it was a very painful one. But uh, I actually had somebody ask me just the other day, you know, what does it take to get into home building and become a developer? And uh, my response to them was, um, you know, you know, a lot of experience, a lot of pain and a lot of failure. And, you know, that's the same thing for whatever we do. Um, I told him the way I did it was not the way I would recommend it because it's uh, very stressful and very costly. Um, but it's, it's definitely the best way. So basically what I did was I came here um, on uh, a contract with Tampa Bay Lightning. I was with the, the Seawolves for a short time, three or four months, and then retired and started building homes. And uh, my, my first home, I had to ask the trades that I was hiring, how to build it, basically, you know, what an anchor bolt was, what a ridge was, and and how to be structural. Um, at that point, you know, my, my goal was to be the best home builder ever. And so I, I did a lot of of training and schooling on, on learning how to be a more structural and understand engineering and understand, you know, concrete PSI and finishes and all that sort of thing to build the best single home. And so about six years of pain, you know, and, and, and very complicated business, financial issues. I mean, you name it. We, we went through it all. Um, I learned that I was looking at it completely wrong. And in a crisis like today, we learn that we're looking at things completely wrong. And so we have to train our minds to look at our situations from a completely different paradigm other than our own. And so what I did was at that point, I said, I'm trying to build houses. I need to stop building houses and start building people who will then build houses. And so
1: Let's let's do this um, before before you get into this part of the story. We're getting we're getting close to the end of our of our segment together, but but I, I, I do believe that um, there's there's a, there's a lot to learn about how to overcome adversity, even when there's not a pandemic. I mean, you just said it. You know, for for six years, you were I, you know you smile, but I can't imagine the pain that you were going through. As you were learning all these hard lessons and so it's not something that happened overnight you put your 10,000 hours in probably more in more ways than one so why don't we do this when we come back from the break we'll pick it up from there you know what did you learn about what it is to build people and uh, we'll continue the conversation this is Brandon Elliott from Elliott Homes and uh, we'll be back after
0: this break Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: Welcome back to View. We've got Brandon Elliott here from Elliott Homes. And when we went to, we were having a conversation about, he learned early in his life, after about six years of, you know, trial and error, that there was going to be uh, a big awakening that you don't, he's not in the home building business, he's in the people building business. And it was was kind of, let's, let's just continue that conversation, Brandon, why don't you pick it up from there?
2: So one of the biggest takeaways from that was, you know, leaders are learners and, you know, as leaders, we need to put ourselves in a position to learn more and faster than anyone else if we want to stay ahead of the trends and try to lead people through things like, you know, crisis that we're facing today. And so um, I changed my learning goals from being um, the best home builder to uh, focus on being the best people builder. And and understanding how to listen 10 times more than I talk and, uh, and, and how to grow other leaders instead of trying to lead them. And that was the hinge point for Elliot Holmes to go from being a, call it a mom and pop company with just my wife and I installing floors and putting in cabinets and trim to uh, start to become a real business and to make real impact on the coast and on the world, and so um, so that transition took place around 2016. And uh, today, I'll tell you the the biggest achievement that I've made in my lifetime um, has by far been the culture that we've created at LA at Homes. The people that we have are outstanding, and they take. I always tell people, you know, you hear people say, "Don't take it so personally." I tell them, "Thank you for taking it so personally." Um, because it means that what you're doing, you're passionate about. and take it personally and own it and uh, make it the best. and And things done in moderation are a waste of time. So yeah. if you're gonna do it, do it all
1: out. so you' you you're into home building, you're you're into lot development, you've got some other stuff that's happening as well. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: So, um, yeah, we've really, we, we look at the industry not as how can we build another home? It's how can we build a lifestyle for people? And it's a constant evolving thing. We're learning every day. Elliot Homes is a learning culture. And so um, everybody here is constantly seeking to improve, and they're constantly trying to find ways to build a lifestyle for people. And that doesn't just mean you know, a home that they're living in, it's also the surrounding neighbors, you know, the things we do impact everybody. And so what amenities do they want in their communities and how does it help them? So one of the things that we really um, look for highly in our values within Elliott Homes is seeking to create real value for other people, not just what we think they want. And so during this crisis, I told them, uh, when it started, you know, leaders are going to emerge during this, because it is it is the opportunity for leaders to step up and uh, and help, like you said earlier, and be solution minded toward things. So they started asking our homeowners and people, "What are your biggest stress points? What what's causing you concern today?" And a home is one of the biggest purchases most people will make in their life. And so ultimately, the job market is is a concern. You know, do they have their jobs or mortgage payments? and all that sort of thing. So they came back to me and they said, Brandon, we're building these houses for homeowners and our goal is to give them a life experience that is better tomorrow than it is today. And how can we do that when we're giving them the very thing that they're the most nervous about? And so I said, okay, you know, what's the solution to it? And they came back to me and they said, we need a way to ensure that their mortgage payments are paid should they lose their job? And I was, I was really touched by it. You know, it really, uh, it, it showed me the type of people that we have, you know, and they're working nights and they're working weekends and they're trying to figure out this. And within 48 hours, they came up with a buyer assurance program. They spoke with banks, figured it all out, got it rolled out, created an amazing video. And it's not just for new home owners either. It's for existing ones. And they said, we're giving a house and people have moved in and all they can think about is I hope I don't lose my job. And that is totally against the purpose of Elliott Homes, which is creating a place where life gets better.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible, Brandon. So how, how have you communicated that? I'm sorry? How, how have you communicated that? So we
2: created a video um, to send that out. Um, and thank you for saying the word communication. In a crisis, uh, you know, communication becomes the most important thing because when things used to change once a month, now they they literally change every hour. I mean, it is like unbelievable. So our our team, we have daily huddles every single day. Every single person in Elliott Homes has a 20 minute meeting every day with their department. And we talk about how it's going. We talk about ways we can improve it, what people need, how we can help the recovery. And so they look at things in a different aspect rather than how do we build another house to how do we make the Gulf Coast a strong quality of life and a fast recovery. And so they came up with this video. It was called the Buyer Assurance Program video, and they posted it on social media. They sent our existing homeowners and and new uh, home buyers. Um, copies of it to let them know that we're here and they constantly reach out to let them know you know you don't need to worry right now conflict builds character and crisis defines it in a time when when stress and anxiety is high we can use it as a as a stepping stone to improve our character and become better in any situation or, or we can let it ruin us and don't let these times ruin one of the greatest experiences that most people have in their life which is getting to move into a brand new home
1: wow that's that's such a that's such an incredible program and it's just an example of you know when you face adversity as a business you this is a real opportunity to make an incredible impression about whether you mean it when you talk about the culture of your company whether you really mean it is that is that going to be what plays out I've experienced that at the Sun Herald after Katrina, watching our company Go. I mean, it was Im- unbelievable watching our employees re- rebuild our company and and re- form the community and do the things that needed to be done. You know, we've seen it over and over again in our community with the way people have come together. You know, you mentioned about leadership, and this is the time for leadership to step forward. I wrote a book of lessons that I didn't publish, but it's a great book of lessons that I look back on often. Yeah. About about what are the things we learned from Katrina? You know, one. You know, lesson number one is love your family. You know, that's certainly we're all learning that from this situation. But the other one is don't judge a book by its cover. And the the meaning of this particular lesson was about about leadership, that people who were self-promoters and type A personalities, you sort of expected them to step up. Some did, but some didn't. And there are type B personalities that were really effective people that you were moving too fast in your life to even notice. And suddenly they emerged in ways that you would have never expected them to. So the learning essentially was this, that we move through life too fast sometimes. We don't stop long enough to understand the essence of others. And by, by not stopping to understand the essence of others, we, we learn the gifts that some of them have to provide us. Now, It takes a disaster sometimes for us to see that. Okay, that's unfortunate. But it is true that these moments create an opportunity for people to step up and remind us why we move too fast and sometimes don't take enough time to understand who each other is. You see that, don't you?
2: Yeah, so, um, and I was smiling at that. You know, you said the word crisis, and I was still smiling because— You know, I see it as such an unbelievable opportunity for so many people to really step up and show who they are. And like you said, our personality doesn't determine how we're going to handle this. There's a lot of people that talk a lot and deliver very little. Uh, we, We call them anchors in our culture. But one of the biggest things that happen in a crisis, we are forced to look at the situation from a different paradigm, from somebody else's perspective, and that is the most powerful lesson for people to learn, yeah. to go into a situation and take their preconceived experiences, anything that they think this is supposed to be and totally get rid of it and say, I don't have the answers. I'm here to learn. And how do I make the situation better? And so when you give that to a person, you can explain that to them all day and it doesn't help when they experience it. And they go into a situation they're 100% sure they know how to fix. And then they go in and learn that they were wrong. Wow, what a, what a hinge point that is for somebody's life. It is a very powerful moment for them to say, to humble themselves and become a leader. And start yeah. to feel what the execution of that looks like. Because that paradigm, that mental thinking creates results.
1: I, I turn, my son, Justin, works for Price Waterhouse in New York, and my other two kids work here. One's a teacher, you know, Tori, uh Williams, and then my, my son, Jordan, is a, is a real estate lawyer here on the coast. But Justin works for Price Waterhouse, and he's been here at the house now for five or six weeks. This morning, I turned to him. We kind of get up early, both of us, and he was reading. I said, what are you reading, Justin? And it was a book about empathy. And he was reading a book about empathy. And that's what you're talking about. It's, a, it's not just... There is so much more than just, you know, you know, treating someone else the way you want to be treated It's treating them the way they need to be treated. In order to do that, you've got to understand them first. And so people have to take the time. You know, sometimes empathy can't be taught, but often it can be. But people have to be willing to receive the message. You know, we're getting to the end of our time together. This has been such a great conversation. I can't tell you how much I appreciate this. We'll come back again in about two or three weeks and touch base with you and see how things are going, see how your program is going, see how your business is going. I'd like to talk to you more about adjustments you've had to make in your day-to-day activities of your business, but we don't have time to do that today. But it would be great to have that in the future. So thank you very much. I appreciate you, buddy. Likewise. Thanks very much. Okay. Have a great day. We'll be back after this break with David Delk.